Ever wonder who the founder of Hinduism was? Or when Jesus was really born? In each episode of this weekly series, Pathios will answer a common question from across the spectrum of major religions. It's our hope that we both broaden your knowledge and spur you on to keep digging, to keep asking questions, and to foster a greater sense of curiosity about the world's beliefs. Welcome to Answers by Pathios. Why can't Muslims eat pork? Dietary restrictions or food taboos are common in the various religions of the world. For example, Hindus don't eat beef, Jews don't eat shellfish, Seventh-day Adventists are typically vegetarians, and Latter-day Saints don't drink alcohol. Islam is no different. Allah has given Muslims their own dietary restrictions. Among other things, Islam forbids its practitioners from consuming pork. On four separate occasions in Islamic scripture, Muslims are commanded to not partake of the flesh of swine, which is considered haram or forbidden. For example, the Quran states, O ye who believe, eat of the good things that we have provided for you, and be grateful to Allah. He hath only forbidden you from eating carrion, or the flesh of dead animals, and blood, and the flesh of swine, and that on which any other name hath been invoked besides that of Allah. As a consequence of passages such as this, Muslims do not consume pork, the sole exception being if a person is forced by necessity because he or she is starving and has no other food to eat. While the primary reason Muslims do not partake of pork is that Allah commanded them to abstain from it, there are other secondary reasons commonly cited for the prohibition. For example, God also forbade the Jews from partaking of swine flesh, suggesting the eternal nature of this law. Additionally, in Islam, pigs are seen as filthy animals, and their consumption is believed to adversely affect the partaker. Finally, pigs are often a source of diseases, like trichinosis. Ultimately, the Islamic abstention from pork shows their devotion to their religion, and sets them apart as a people who love God more than they love the pleasures offered through the consumption of popular foods. Thank you for listening to this episode of Answers by Pathios. To learn more about the world's religions, please visit pathios.com today. This has been a production of the Pathios Podcast Network. If you're enjoying this series, consider checking out one of our other podcast offerings from Pathios, like From Sin to Saint. Some people might point to his anti-Nazi activism as the key thing for them. I mean, I'm, I'm compelled by that, but I think it's the theological and ethical underpinnings of his choices that really resonate for me. This willingness to die for his beliefs has inspired both religious commitment and religious violence. There were a couple of high-profile murders of abortion doctors and bombings of, of abortion providers in which the people who were convicted of the crimes identified Bonhoeffer as their inspiration. In this four-part historical exploration of the life and legacy of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, join creator and host Josh Lash 
as he sits down with experts and walks us through the intriguing and complex life of this revered German theologian and martyr. You can find From Sin to Saint and our entire podcast catalog on patheos.com or on your favorite podcast app. Check the show notes for helpful links and more information.